What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Weekly Bears Talking 30, presented by the Bears Fan Cave. My name is Cameron, Yo Cameron on Twitter. Also joined today by Giovanni. What's up, everybody? Let's get this thing going, bro. All right, so we have a few Bears topics uh, that we are going to discuss today. Uh, next week, we'll be more involved in Twitter, though, getting topics from you guys that you guys want to hear us discuss on the podcast. Uh, but the first topic we have today is probably the biggest topic in possibly the NFL, um, let alone the Bears, uh, is Roquan Smith's contract. Uh, you want to get started on this, Giovanni? Yeah. Uh, I was listening to Ian Rappaport just now on NFL Network, and he was just talking about it. And uh, come to find out, it's not about the ruling itself. It's about the contract that he's getting, the guaranteed money. And now I'm understanding what it means now because I was reading Twitter and Twitter didn't make sense because Twitter over here is is saying one thing and another person saying the other. So hopefully the the Bears get their head out their asses and go and get this contract done. We need Roquan out there on the field with the guys. Go ahead, bro. Yeah, definitely. Um, I've been reading about it for the past four days. I, I found an article today. Uh, that really discusses it in depth. Um, but really, it's about the fine print um, of, of not even the... I mean, it's a fine print in the contract, but it's really all about the rule. Um, I mean, what they have in place is... Uh, let me let me just pull this up. So if, it's, uh, if a first-round pick is suspended during the duration of their rookie deal, teams can void the fourth year of the contract and get out of some guaranteed money owed to the player. Uh, so that, that's usually been for like PEDs and, uh, player conducts. Um, if they get suspended for that reason, uh, then they can lose out on some guaranteed money. But now with the new rule this year, um, it, it, it applies to head, head to head, con- uh, contact. Like if a player suspended during a game, um, or I'm sorry, ejected during a game and, and then suspended, uh, they can lose out on some guaranteed money. Um, I mean, this is really big for Roquan Smith because his position is obviously one of the biggest hitting positions in the league. Um, he's going to be making, he, he might lead, hey, he might lead our team in tackles this season, to be honest. Um, let me see what else I got from the article. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's really about the guarantee part and then, I mean, it's just the Bears setting setting the tone for further draft picks. Uh, they they don't want Roquan and his agency to have the higher ground on them. Uh, they want to be firm so for, uh, future draft picks can, like, they know that the Bears aren't messing around. Um, but I mean, I mean, I don't blame the Bears or or Ro- Roquan's agency on this. This is really. The NFL becoming a soft league. Um, this helmet to helmet stuff. I mean, I don't. I don't know, man. I I, I was also reading an article where uh, it was saying uh, Troy Vincent, who's the NFL's ex- executive uh, VP of football operations, he was saying that only like three. I, I think it was three or four plays uh, out of forty thousand plays in the league last year would have resulted in uh, ejection with this new rule in place. But I do think it was, uh, I think it was three three plays, I don't know. Um, but it was a really low number. 
So, I mean, the odds are, are in Roquan's favor for not getting suspended, but, I mean, there there's definitely, with with how many hits he'll, he'll be having to lay down, I mean, we had Danny Trevathan get ejected last year, same position Roquan's going to be playing. Uh, so this this could be definitely a big deal uh, for Roquan Smith. And I hope they use the the replay system this year the right way. Yeah, definitely. That That's also going to be a big factor for ejections uh, because the refs are going to be able to go and review the video, I believe, um, and, and get the player ejected if needed. Uh, so, I mean, I, I, I don't blame Roquan or the Bears um, for this. This is really the league's fault. Um, a lot of Bears fans are freaking out. As I said on Twitter a few days ago, people are acting like our first regular season game is five days away. I mean, uh, Joey Bosa didn't even play the first four games, and he, he was very dominant for the Chargers. So, I mean, just just let this pass by. It'll it'll be over soon. Um, I mean, don't freak out sure, about it. I'm sure the Bears will figure it out. Yeah, it's definitely going to get it figured out. Uh, did the Bears sign all their draft picks already, or is it just Roquan that's just missing? Yeah, Roquan is the – there's only, like, three people left. I think it's uh, – I forget who it is. I, I think Sam it's – uh, yeah, it's Darnold, uh, Roquan, and then someone from the second round. I forget who. Uh, but I think it's only, like, three or four people. So, main two, two of them in the top ten. Yeah. Um, and then there, there was another player. I forget who um, – that got that, uh, what the Bears are trying to put in Roquan's contract, uh, that player got that voided out of their contract. Yeah, Shaquan Barkley. Yeah, 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 that's who it was, Saquon Barkley, yep. <laughs> I can't believe I forgot who it was. Um, uh, but, I mean, that's not a hitting, you're, you're, you're not really going to get suspended from the running back position for helmet-to-helmet contact. Um, so, I mean, that's not really that big of a deal. But, I mean, Ro- Roquan can really set a tone for future draft picks also. Um, this this could be a big move for the the future of the NFL. Yep, I agree. All right. Um, you, you got any any last thoughts on that topic? No, I just hope they get it done before uh, the regular season starts. The preseason, yeah, I would love to see Roquan out there in the preseason games. But if, if we, they can't get it resolved, then – Hopefully they get it done before week one versus Green Bay. Yeah, definitely. All right, let me pull up the other topic. All right, so the next topic from uh, Roquan is our defense. Um, I'd say I say last year. Uh, I mean, not not even my my opinion. This is just facts. We had a top ten total defense last year. Um, we didn't, we didn't lose too many people. Who we lose as starters? Mitch Onrein and Jarrell Freeman? Yeah. Yeah, that's all. Um, Everybody stayed healthy. Kyle Fuller, he stayed healthy, played 16 games. Yeah, I, I like um, I like Jarrell's replacement. It, it can be either uh, Quit or, or Roquan, um, depending how Danny Trevathan is uh, going into the season. We need him back as well, too. Yeah, definitely. But um, as I said from the last uh, podcast, um, if if Danny's contract is, or if his, uh, I'm sorry, if his injury is lingering uh, into the season, um, I think that could be something to look at. Um, since, since Quit, I mean, I really like Quit uh, since we drafted him. He's really developed into a good player. Uh, he's he's really showed up at this camp. 
So I think Quay could really replace him if we need to cut ties with Trevathan uh, by the end of the season if that injury keeps lingering. Um, and, and then for the rest of the defense, I mean, I, I really like our secondary. I like uh, Eddie Jackson uh, as a ball hawk. And then Adrian Amos, he, he's improving as a ball hawk, but he, he's a hard hitter, uh, dominant in the run game. Uh, did, you, did you hear about what they said about uh, Dion Bush? Oh man, get that <laughs> Dion Bush man! I heard people saying he was gonna man. he was gonna push Amos for the uh, starting spot. I, I like Dion Bush, but Amos is just too good right now. Maybe the starting spot for man. Oh my God, he he'd be lucky to be on special teams, bro. To be honest, man. that's crazy. They think he'll he'll be pushing Amos. That's crazy. That's crazy talk. I've said I've I've said it to people on Twitter. That they're crazy for thinking that. Um, but, yeah, and, and then Prince and Mukamara is really underrated. We have really underrated corners. Um, Tolliver, he, he could, if he makes a team, he could make an impact. Um, too. Yeah, but Callahan, I think Callahan, uh, as I've said before, he's the best uh, slot cover, in, or I'm sorry, the best nickel in the NFL. Um, and then I really like Kyle Fuller and Prince and Mukamara. Uh, they're both really solid. Uh, and, th- and then our, our linebacking corps, outside linebacker, other than Leonard Floyd, is a question since uh, Aaron Lynch's injury uh, and his injury history. I mean, he hasn't been healthy for the past three seasons. I'm going to throw out a, a prediction right here for you. Oh, you want to do your prediction now? Yeah, I'm going to give this prediction since we're talking about this outside linebacker. Kylie Fitz is going to start week one alongside Leonard Floyd against Green Bay. Watch what I'm telling you. That guy, he, he, him and Leonard Floyd, they're going to make some lot of noise. I've seen a lot of uh, clips of Kylie Fitz on Twitter. I know he's injured right now, but I'm sure he's going to, him and Leonard Floyd are going to make a lot of noise this year. If Aaron, That's if Aaron Lynch is not, you know, if he comes back. And if not, if he's still lingering with the hamstring, I, I really think, because uh, Sam Acho, I like Sam Acho. But I would rather have Kylie Fitz out there. Sam Acho is more of like a third down player, special team. Yeah. But uh, for yeah, I mean, I had Aaron Lynch pretty high on my uh, on my free agency wish list, uh, right behind yeah. Sammy Watkins and Allen Robinson and a few other people. Uh, he was pretty high up there. Um, I I really like his potential. He he was really good his first year. Um, he was really. I mean, he showed flashes of his uh, potential with Vic Fangio his first year. Um, so I think he can be something special if he's healthy. Um, and then for our front three, um, I think I think the Bears are going to heavily rely on Jonathan Bullard. I've liked him since we drafted him. Um, uh, I mean, it's really a toss-up, man. Who who are who our third guy is going to be other than Nakeem and Eddie Goldman? Um, I think Jonathan Bullard gets a spot though. Uh, that guy we drafted from um, what was that college called? Uh, Ooh, uh, Iggy. No, not Iggy. Uh, the the defensive lineman. I gotta look for his name. Uh, I know we drafted him. I think in the third or fourth round. Uh, five. uh hold on. Uh, his name is Bial Nicholas. Oh, you you said Nicholas? Yeah. 
think that's his name. You think he'll push Bullard? Yeah, he 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 looked like he can put in work too. I think that I think that's why Pace drafted him to give you know Bullard a, a push, run for his money, you know. Yeah, I mean that third spot's kind of. Eh. I mean Jonathan Bullard could be could be solid, but he. I mean, we'll we'll just have to see. I I haven't seen too much from him out of camp, other than uh, that video you sent me of him against the second teamers. Um, but yeah, I th I think I mean other than him, another under the radar player. This isn't from the defense, but offense is uh, Wims. I'll talk about yeah, him in Wims. the next. Yeah, after the first preseason game, I want to talk about him in the next podcast. But uh, I think we'll definitely have a top ten overall defense again. Yeah. Um, Top ten, maybe. Who, who knows? Maybe even top five, man. To be honest, now that we have, uh, I think Quit is going to be playing better. Uh, we'll have Roquan, we'll have Danny, so we'll have three solid uh, linebackers. Last year we just had uh, really Danny and Quit for most of the season, and both of them got hurt. Um, so yeah, I think we have three really solid players that we can rotate outside linebackers, and and then our third. Uh, or our other defensive end is that. So th th there's only two real question marks on our defense. Other than that, we're really solid. Top 10 defense for sure, in my opinion. Get Roquan, Danny T out there with our corners and, and our defensive line pushing up front. We can make a lot of noise. We, we can get a lot of interceptions this year. Yeah, definitely. You got anything else on that topic? No, I just hope everybody stays healthy this year. That's all I'm praying for. Yeah, definitely. Um, uh, speaking of health, I mean, uh, Matt Nagy has been implementing uh, scheduled off days for players. Like Allen Robinson had one. Um, I'm not too sure of everyone's off day, but uh, Keem Hicks, uh, Kyle Long. Yeah, it'll keep players uh, fresh and healthy, keep their legs rested. Um, yeah, really uh, prevent major injuries from happening hopefully uh but it's all a part of our new strengths and conditioning coaches um so i like the direction that's going in. but the next topic we have is anthony miller uh you, you want to get started on this <laughs> dude is too good man man he's too good i don't know my god he's gonna push whoever is gonna start second uh uh next to Allen robbins he's gonna push him for his job that guy is too good man when was the, when was the last time we had wide well wide receiver like that catching everything? Shit, the, back in the Brandon Marshall, Alshon Jeffrey, Martel Bennett, my forte days. Yeah, there you go. Because the ones we had last year, they were dropping. Besides Kendall Wright, everybody was dropping everything. Josh Bellamy. I hope Javon Wims beat him out for his job. I mean, I think uh, you. I, I'm sorry. You got anything else on Miller? No, that's about it. So I, th I mean, I think Miller, um, he can play outside and he can play slot. Uh, our our slot is looking nasty. I mean, Kevin White can go in there. Taylor Gabriel, Tariq Cohen, uh, Anthony Miller. I mean, we 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 have some real talent there. Uh, but Miller can work outside also. Uh, aside from Allen Robinson, those two outside would be really nice. Um, I mean, I I think honestly, I think he's he's already our number two guy to be honest I, I've thought that since we drafted him I think uh, him Alan Robinson and Taylor Gabriel will will be starting uh, Taylor Gabriel in the slot uh, they'll all be starting day one um, 
And uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think he can really be something special. I already, I already bet uh, money on him for winning Offensive Rookie of the Year. I mean, the odds on him are crazy. So <laughs> if you want to bet, if you want to make some money and you you believe in him, just bet on him. Yeah, that's what we gotta do. Yeah, and then and then um, uh, for the next topic, we got uh, Trubisky's uh, interceptions in camp. Um, you you want to get started on this? Yeah, everybody's making a big deal out of it because uh, he, they're saying now they're calling him a bust now because he's throwing interceptions. In my honest opinion, that's I would rather have him throw interceptions in training camp in practice instead of throwing it in games. He's learning this new offense with these new wide receivers. Let him let him work. Mitch is, is going to be a very good quarterback in his league with all these wide receivers. And people, you know, and, he, and if everybody's covered downfield, he got the legs to get the first down. He's not like Mike Glennon the back in the backfield. Go ahead, bro. Um, I mean, I, I've been watching uh, some bear. I've seen Mitchell Trubisky and Ryan Pace on some interviews. Um, I've watched the press conferences. Uh, Matt Nagy and Trubisky have both talked about the interceptions in camp. Trubisky has said um, that if, if it doesn't happen in, in camp, then you can't go back and watch it on film and see what works and what doesn't. So, uh, and, and Nagy said that he, he's happy that Trubisky's out there um, not throwing interceptions but trying different things to see what works. Um, he, he doesn't really matter. I mean, those in, interceptions don't really matter um, right now. Uh, it's just about trying what works and what doesn't. Uh, we're we're going to have a new offensive system, um, di- different style from um, – I mean, I mean, Matt Nagy has a similar system, but I think Mitchell Trubisky is a d- very different quarterback than Alex Smith. Uh, yeah. so, so he's going to have a different option to work with that QB. So he wants to see what's work, what will work and what doesn't. So, I, I mean, I really like what they're doing. Um, trying everything out, see what works and what doesn't, so we can kill the Packers week one. And adding uh, Trey Bray and uh, Chase Daniel to the uh, to the mix, with Mitch helping him, that's very good as well. Yeah, definitely. Chase Daniels is, uh, I mean, I, I had, uh, I like Mark Trestman, to be honest, as, a, as like a third stringer to mentor Trubisky, but I think Chase Daniels uh, can be that same guy for him. I agree. Um, and then the next topic was the prediction. Uh, you you already gave yours. You want to go more in depth on it though? No, I mean, I I I think you know everything's gonna go as planned. I just hope everybody stays healthy. Yeah, definitely. Um, for for my prediction, um, I got for me it's Tariq Cohen. Uh, I I have him. Um, this may be pushing it top three yards from scrimmage. Um, I think he'll definitely be top 10, but top three, um, that could definitely happen, man. I mean, this new offense uh, is way different than what Bonehead Fox was doing last year. Um, Tariq Cohen was 72nd last year in total yards uh, from scrimmage. He had like, I think it was 47.5 yards yards per game. Um, That's horrible considering what he can do in the uh, run game and uh, passing game. Um, so I, I mean, I, I think he'd definitely be top three. Last year's top three was Todd Gurley, Le'Veon Bell, and Kareem Hunt. Um, 
Let me see. All those guys were over a thousand yards rushing. The only guy in the in the I think this is let me see. The only running back in the top ten that uh, didn't have over a thousand yards rushing was Alvin Kamara. Uh, he had four hundred seventy six yards receiving though. I think Tariq Cohen can match that uh, both those numbers uh, with our new offense. Um, I, I think he'll he'll be good out of the backfield, catching the ball out of the slot, and then in the run game. Um, I, I think we can drop some nice plays with him. And then for the last, I mean, for the last topic, um, you you want to discuss uh, our season predictions on this one, or you want to save that for next week? I'll do that next week after the. Uh... Hall of Fame game. We got to talk about the Hall of Fame game, and we got to speak about our locker. What's our favorite uh, memory about him? Word. You got any anything else you want to talk about? None. Just uh, waiting for this Roquan situation to get uh, settled down, and hopefully get it to camp. Well, as of right now, I hope everything goes well with the Bears this year. Yeah, I hope. I hope we stay healthy. Um, I saw I saw the only other Bears fan in my town uh, yesterday in the store. For real? <laughs> yeah, she screamed out "Bear down" to me from across the store. <laughs> so she she's going to the same game I'm going to the uh, Giants game. So I'm really hyped for that one. That's dope. I'm, I'm I'm planning to look at some Bears tickets to see if I can go to a game this year. Let me know, bro. I'll be out. I got you. I got you. <laughs> All right, but thank you, everyone, for listening uh, to the show today. Um, We'll be back next week. Uh, We'll be asking you guys on Twitter for some topics you guys want to hear. But thank you for listening again, and bear down. Bear down.